0: do you play with a caddy? Do you enjoy playing with a caddy? Do you enjoy going to courses where they require that you play with a caddy? Or do you prefer to sort of experience the game just to yourself, just with your buddies? Definitely an interesting topic, definitely timely with the breakup of Lee Westwood and his caddy. So let's get into it. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Data Access Golf's podcast. Appreciate you being here. I appreciate the comments that I've received. Very helpful in that I am not a professional podcast person. It's good to have some, some feedback. So I appreciate it. Um, my buddy Thane, who I've mentioned in previous shows, uh, just dropped by. So thanks, Thane, for dropping by and had some comments and some suggestions. And I appreciate that very much. One of which was to uh, speak more slowly. So I guess I can um, move along uh, quite quickly. So I will try to do a better job that way. Honestly, I, I was thinking about why I speak so quickly, and I do. I, I, I've been told before that I need to slow it down. But uh, I guess it's um, part of it is just I don't want to waste anybody's time. So hopefully, it, I guess if I'm wasting your time, you can turn it off. So I guess that that's how it works on the podcast game. So anyway, welcome. It's good to have you here. As I mentioned in the opening, sort of a discussion on caddies today. And this really, I had a whole different topic. That I was uh, thinking about for today's podcast, but this was one that, as I was driving into the office this morning, it was on a the New Breed of Golf radio program this morning, and they were talking about caddies, and obviously with uh, sort of the news of the day being that uh, Lee Westwood had separated with his caddy of 10 years or so, and just that whole relationship. And I will say that it's always been somewhat interesting to me to, to watch a player and a caddy and how they Work together, Um, definitely. I mean, with some of the the comments and shows that I've said earlier, with my with my near death experience and watching Bubba Watson, he and his caddy are kind of known to have a bit of a volatile relationship. Um, But it is sort of a I don't know. It's an interest. It's definitely an interesting dynamic. And I know that Matt Kuchar didn't have his caddy on the bag down in Mexico when he won this last weekend. He had a a local guy there that was um, arguably quite helpful. I mean, whether it was reading the greens or telling him where to hit it, uh, whatever that was, it worked out quite well with Matt Kuchar also winning. And then Lee Westwood actually had his his girlfriend on the bag. I don't know if she's a girlfriend or a fiancé, or I don't know specifically what that is, but how that relationship's shaking out. But she was on the bag. I've always you know I've always found that pretty interesting. I don't know if I could have my wife on the bag N- not because I would be uncomfortable with my wife there. I actually think it would be quite quite calming just because uh you know the the topics that we would discuss would have nothing really to do with golf and so that's i I've heard that that's pretty good to do we We talk about a lot more than just golf when I'm out playing with my buddies but I was just sort of thinking about that. I, I can't imagine being on the first tee. First off, I think I would carry my own bag to the first tee so my wife wouldn't have to do it. And then once I saw her sort of trying to wrestle that thing up and get it on her shoulder and start walking, I just don't think I could handle it. I think I would end up carrying the bag all 18 holes. So I guess you have to get to a point where you're very comfortable with somebody else carrying your bag. I do remember, I you know... I don't have caddies very often when we went up to Bandon Dunes. And there's been times, you know, when we've played at different, you know, different courses, played out at Ballyneal, and they had some caddies there as well. And I do find that the use of caddies to be, it's a far different experience. A, A tour player and his caddy is a far different experience than, say, a person like me and somebody who's, you know, caddy for a round. Totally different situation. I get all that. I understand all that. But I've never um, really enjoyed having caddies along when I play. It's um, it always just kind of seems like one of those. It's kind of forced upon you, and it's really not something that uh, I find very enjoyable. I don't like I don't like somebody else carrying my my golf bag for me. That doesn't seem fair or right or equitable i don't care how much you have to pay them i just don't like i just don't like the fact that somebody else has to to lug my bag around it just seems wrong to me i'd much rather either carry it myself or stick it on a cart even a push cart just anything so nobody else has to worry about you know my crap is kind of how i feel about it i just don't uh, i don't like that at all and I will say that um, when you when you take let's say you've got a really tight group of guys and you enjoy playing golf together, and there's a, a really cool dynamic that sort of forms when you play with a group of people over time that's just enjoyable and comfortable and relaxing and then if you plug in a stranger, which is what a caddy is, that disrupts the you know that that chemistry and now you've got somebody there and you know, they're a stranger, so you don't really want to talk about stuff that it's maybe sort of personal and maybe stuff that you've talked about in the past. And, and then you've got to have these sort of weird superficial, you know, where are you from? So tell me about your family. You know, you've got to feign some sort of interest in this person's life when you know in the you know, five hours you're probably never going to see them again. I, I guess there's some, there's definitely an art to getting to know somebody in that short amount of time and feeling comfortable with them. And I'm not one that does that very well. So maybe that's you know my own weakness kind of coming out. But to, to have somebody sort of give you advice on your golf game, when they've watched you exactly um, never, is also something that I find really hard to do. I don't like, uh, I don't like taking advice from many people anyway which is, again, a huge weakness of mine. But when it's somebody that I don't know, I've never seen them play, and uh, they're just carrying my bag and and pointing where I should go and running out and trying to find my ball for me and read a putt here and there, yeah, I don't know. It's just not something that I've always found to be o- overly enjoyable. Personally, it's always been a little uncomfortable for me. And, and, not, and, and I think some of it probably has to do with it's sort of forced upon you. And I don't think that this is the caddies' fault. They're just there to, you know, they're, they're just there for a, a job. But it seems like some courses, like Abandoned Dunes and a, a, a Bally Meal, and then there's a, a course here locally called, you know, Red Ledges that's a private course. If you're like, if you're not a member at Red Ledges or uh, Glen Wild, for example, is another private course around here. If you're not a member there, and you happen to you know, figure out a way to play there without a member, then they require that you take a caddy. And it just feels like, I mean, I, I get that they're trying to make the members feel special somehow, but it doesn't feel like that's really the motivation behind it. They'll tell you that the motivation, the reason they're doing it is to speed up play because some people don't know the course. But as far as like Red Ledges, I've played that place a bunch. I've had to take a caddy when I wasn't a member, and I didn't enjoy it. I didn't. I knew the course. I didn't need this guy around to help me, and yet I still had to go out with a caddy. And I just think sometimes it's sort of forced upon you when you don't really, you don't really want a caddy. And, but you have to take one anyway. Under the guise that it's speedy play, but it really just feels like a cash grab. Frankly, you've got somebody there that needs to make some, needs to make some money. That's, and and there may be some members that enjoy taking a caddy and that's totally fine. But when you force caddies upon groups, just because they're not members, it just feels like a cash grab. And I don't know when it comes to like the spirit of the game and all of that, I just don't think for me, it's, it just kind of doesn't fit. Cash grabs don't really fit. So that's again my opinion I'm not I'm not a big caddy guy. I just prefer to kind of hang out and, and um, figure it out myself. I think that in a, a very strange way uh, Lee Westwood who has kind of made the same sort of decision that he kind of wants to you know think through his game and pull his clubs and figure out his yardages and do it all the way he wants to do it. He doesn't want information from his caddy and that kind of caused the strain and caused them to split up. And then he goes out, puts his girlfriend on the bag and wins the thing. Lee Westwood knows his game. Lee Westwood doesn't want to talk to somebody, try to have somebody talk him out of his game. He knows his game and he wants to be able to experience 100% of whatever that means to play his game. And then he plays his best game. Doing it that way, I think there's a lesson to be learned there. And then look at Matt Kuchar; he just kind of backs up the argument. He has a caddy. The caddy wasn't there; had the week off. Took a local guy. I don't know if he spoke English or not. I have no idea. I don't know how they communicated or if they did. I don't know if he read Matt Kuchar's putts form or not. Obviously, he's a local caddy, so he has some course knowledge. Super helpful. But again, Matt had Matt knows his game very well and so he had to kind of think everything through A to Z and I think there's a benefit to that. When you are responsible for every aspect of your game, I think you do play better. I just think that you're more present to what's going on and when you acquiesce or sort of hand that those decisions off to somebody else, then it makes you less less present. Now I realize that not everybody's the same but I, I've got two pretty strong, there are evidences right now that kind of back up, right? The discussion back up the point. Lee Westwood and Matt Kuchar did not have their regular caddies, and both of them played really good golf and won. And Matt Kuchar the week before in Vegas, I, I think he had his caddy, and uh, finished somewhere in the middle of the pack, fifties or fifty or sixty there. And in his interview at the end, he's like, "Yeah, golf's a funny game. You know, this happened, and I, I would." I would uh, make the argument that the reason Matt went from middle of the pack to numero uno was because he had to totally analyze every aspect of his game and be responsible for it and then perform. And you can perform better if you're all in, if you're making all those decisions. It just keeps you in it. So just... Kind of my feel on. It. I don't think with with caddies, especially those you're not close with, and, and those that you haven't worked closely with, you know, you have to figure that relationship out to make sure that your player is in it, that he is taking enough, he or she are taking enough responsibility of their game, that they can execute the shot and feel comfortable all the way through the entire shot. Uh, so just kind of my thoughts on that. Another point. I again. I, I this was based on a discussion that I saw or I listened in, saw and listened into between a caddy and a professional. And I'm not gonna use any names here, but it was on TV and the caddy was very sort of outspoken and was telling the um, player, hey, there's the target, keep this in mind, you know, do this, stay focused. I think he said something like that. He was just sort of yelling these commands at at the player and I thought my word if I was the player I I would be um I would not be really happy with that and I I believe that the term that I really don't like in life at all to hear from somebody and and I heard this from a caddy hey you should take it over this right if if I hear you should I find that to be completely offensive one you should implies i know more than you you should should listen to me and you should do it this way and it's like you know what you don't know my swing you don't know how i play you don't know if i cut the ball or or draw the ball you don't know anything about me don't you sh- you should me because i i don't want to hear that from you i don't i don't like to hear that from anybody really anytime unless i have a lot of respect for them and i am asking for that advice so if a player asks for advice and and then says, Yeah, I think you should do this, okay, maybe. But if you're not asking for advice or coaching, I don't think you ever go at somebody with a you should. Now, I've definitely used it with my children. I think you should do this, I think you should do that. Parent-kid relationships probably a little bit different that way, and and, and is handled differently. In my place where I'm at now, if somebody pulls out with me a you should. There's something inside my head that kind of goes, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not. Whatever you got for me after this is going to be very hard for me to to sort of take and digest. And so I think that that's something that I see with caddies sometimes between their players. A caddy that I actually had one time, you shoulded me all day, and I absolutely did not enjoy that round of golf with that guy at all. I tried to do my own thing. I tried to stay away from him as much as possible. I tried to take my bag away from him to stay away from him as much as possible. He thought I was trying to get out of a tip. Wasn't. I just didn't want anything to do with this guy for any longer. I wanted to enjoy my round. So I, 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 would, I would suggest that we all be careful with you shooting one another out on the golf course, but really anywhere. And if we're on the range and we've got a buddy who's struggling, or if we're out playing and we've got somebody who's who's doing something that's obviously wrong and we can see it to the naked eye, right? If it's just so completely obvious that we can pick it up with our naked eye, then it's obviously a problem and we want to help. But I don't think those discussions can start, one, without permission, and two, with you should. So if, if you see somebody who's struggling with somebody, you might want to ask them, and again, this is advice that I received from from Fred Shoemaker and Extraordinary Golf, and I think it's brilliant, I think that they're absolutely 100% correct, is that you need to ask for permission to instruct or coach somebody. So you could say, hey, could I coach you a little bit right now? Or hey, you know, I saw something in your swing. Can can we talk about it real quick? And give them the opportunity to say, yeah, I'm interested. Or no, you know what, I'm I'm working on something right now. Leave me alone. Or I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's not just offer unsolicited advice, especially on the golf course, but also on the range, at all. I don't see any benefit to it, and that goes even to when our kids are are learning to play the game for themselves, and or we take our you know our girlfriends out for the first time, and they're beginners. They're just I, I really just have a hard time when we get in, when we impede somebody's opportunity to sort of organically get into golf and learn to love it for whatever that is, for the motion, for the freedom, for the exploration, whatever it is, that we've got to let that happen. And when we come in with a bunch of you shoulds, we just kill it. I mean, nobody wants to be told what to do right from the get-go. And if they do want to be told what to do, let them ask, right? Otherwise, unsolicited advice on the golf course, I mean... You could lose a, you could lose some teeth. I would love to hear some counter arguments to caddies. I definitely heard on on the news. I mean, not on the news, but on the radio this morning. I think Michael Breed really likes having caddies and likes playing with caddies. And I, so I think there's opinions all over the place. I personally do not enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on it? Do you enjoy playing with caddies? Do you enjoy going to to courses where they require that you have a caddy, and and why? I would like to know why. I, I can't for the life of me. Even after listening to Michael Breed talk about it, I couldn't. none of the reasons that he threw out there made any sense to me didn't convince me in the least bit. I, I still would prefer not to have a caddy. Anyway, I'd love to hear your comments. Thanks for joining in today. Caddies, obviously a part of a team. I think that PGA Tour pros and LPGA pros really enjoy having their caddies. There seems to be good camaraderie with a lot of them. But then sometimes it doesn't work out. I mean, Lydia Ko, I mean, she jumps around from caddy to caddy. So I don't know how that works. They're just, it's an interesting, it's an interesting topic. So hopefully it was for you. I would be interested to hear what you have to say about caddies. Please let me know. Drop me a line. And until next time, please remember, here at Data Access Golf, we believe, and no, forget believe, we know better data means better golf. Thanks.